This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Things are starting to get real. Real as in the preseason is over. Training camp, it is officially over now. And we as media members, we realize that more than anybody because we have officially entered the glimpse portion of practice up until this very day, this very moment that you probably are listening to or watching this podcast. We were allowed to watch the entire practice and in many cases report on exactly what happened. Sometimes in real time, we were allowed to report what was going on. But now we get to go out there, see who is essentially we get to take attendance of you know who's there and who's not there, which is valuable. Get a few videos. You can definitely expect me to do that. But we're just not going to have the same detail. This is where we depend on the players and the coaches to really let us know what's going down. And by Tuesday at 3 o'clock, the teams must have their 53-man roster set. Ryan Poles and Ian Cunningham, the Bears' big bosses, are speaking on Wednesday at 2 o'clock at Hallis Hall. They will be able to tell us exactly what is going on with their team. So it's going to be a big and interesting week at Hallis Hall. Today, I want to focus on a couple of rookies, a couple of really important rookies. We've talked about these guys in the past. I think I did a show on these guys very early on in camp, but now it's time to get the post-preseason game report from both Zach Pickens and Javon Dexter. The second-round pick Dexter out of Florida, the third-round pick Pickens out of South Carolina, and I thought Zach Pickens said something very interesting when he was asked what he has learned through three games. That I I, I belong here. Um, everything that um, I've seen, everything the coaches showed me that I belong here. Um, I had a few doubts about myself a little bit because I didn't know what was going to happen, but uh, my confidence really just stuck out and had my back the whole way. When did you think you first got confident if you had doubts coming in? What, what was it that? Um, when I first came in for practice, <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, man, I don't know, because I was a little rusty. 
and I was afraid that I wasn't meeting my expectations. So that's why I was like a little nervous, but all that went away after I kept on practicing. Did you mean training camp, or do you mean like rookie mini camp? Rookie mini camp, training camp, everything. So um, my confidence started going up after each practice. What was the moment where you kind of exhaled and were like, okay, I'm good, I belong here, I don't have to worry about this anymore? Um, Our first game, I felt like I was was doing a lot of stuff better than um, I was in practice. Um, I started recognizing stuff quicker than what I was doing, and I just started just going off that. Is there a difference for you just getting on the field and, and playing versus practicing in terms of maybe overthinking things or feeling more comfortable? Like, what is that difference between like that first game versus all the practices? Um, I guess um, you kind of know what's going to happen in the games because we, we we break it down. We show what they're going to run with their top runs and practice. It's a free, free game, so it's like well, they can do whatever they want. So um, uh, that's kind of like the difference to me. I have to believe that there are a lot of players, a lot of rookies who feel the exact same way that Zach Pickens was feeling, but you don't typically hear these guys reveal that kind of stuff because it's being vulnerable. And that's what Zach Pickens was being right there. I think he's had a pretty good training camp, a pretty good preseason. Not everybody agrees with that. I had talked to Anthony Heron earlier, who was on the Midday Show with Bernstein and Holmes, the show which our executive producer, Ray Diaz, also executively produces. And Heron's a guy that played the defensive line, and sounds like you know the way he was talking, both Dexter and Pickens got a little ways to go still in terms of getting off the blocks. That is for real, especially watching Javon Dexter. And I think I expect more out of him, maybe not just because he's a second round pick, because he's a massive human being who is quick and he is fast. So I have higher expectations for him. While we are on Dexter, he was asked the same question in terms of what have you learned through three preseason games? I think, uh, my mentality always was to prove people wrong since I got here. I definitely had a, uh, a couple moments where I realized, yeah, I can play in this league and do well in this league. So. What do you mean you, you had to prove people wrong? Was, did you sense a lot of, a lot of doubt? Yeah, I went second round. So, um, okay. yeah, that was enough for me to show people. I should have been first round. Yeah, sure. How different of a player are you even now to what you were in college? Oh, uh, yeah, completely opposite player now. I mean, like getting off the ball, playing vertical, um, and, and learning how to do some of those things. Even uh, my, my rush ability has turned to a whole different uh, level. So. Like lean on athletic ability more in college? It just seems like that's a natural thing. And then you come up here and you realize it takes more than that. Have you come to that kind of realization? Right, yeah, of course. Uh, I think um, like a guy like me, where I, I can win some one-on-ones just with my guy given. Um, but now there's guys who's uh, just as big and just as strong. So it's uh, technique versus technique. Yeah, I don't know if he is showing and producing completely opposite, as he said, as when he was at Florida, where he didn't have like eye-popping numbers by any means. But they are certainly asking him to do a lot of things differently. And he's got a lot of God-given ability for sure. I love the fact that and I don't think I had heard that personally before. Maybe he has said it before. I'm, I'm sure he probably has. Every guy wants to be a first round pick, especially if you're a second round pick. You tend to think you should have been a first round pick. But I never heard him say that. That I guess he's got the proverbial chip on his shoulder right now. But he's still got a little ways to go in terms of getting himself back together. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Things have not changed in terms of the backup quarterback situation. You know, PJ Walker was cut, Tyson Bajant. Nobody told us anything differently at Hallis Hall. We'll talk to Matt Eberflus. He may be able to solidify and say, yeah, that's what we're going with, you know, because a lot of people want to know, are the Bears going to maybe bring in a veteran quarterback to actually be the backup quarterback? All signs still point towards Tyson Bajant being the guy, being the primary backup. And I've been saying it on the shows on the score all day. Here's how I've squared it up. Because you know, if you've been listening, like I have been late to the party on Tyson Bajan in terms of actually thinking that this would happen. And actually, I'm sure that there's a lot of my fellow reporters were the same, that we did not expect Tyson Bajan to be the primary backup. But you think about Bears backups of the past and think about them then and Tyson Bajant now, which one of those guys would you prefer to see go in a game? Chase Daniel or Tyson Bajant, if all things were equal? We saw what Chase Daniel did, and there was nothing about him that was interesting or productive. Why not roll the dice? Todd Collins' name keeps coming to my brain for some reason. Caleb Haney comes to my brain. Would you rather go with the long-time been in the league, Andy Dalton, for a decade, or take a chance on a guy who, yes, is from a Division II school, does not have the track record, got some things going against him in that regard, but we've seen it. And this is not necessarily unique to the Bears either. Backup quarterbacks in the NFL are a serious downgrade almost always from your number one quarterback. We've seen some loud exceptions for sure through the years where a guy comes in and it turns out he could actually start and play in the league, but it doesn't happen very often. So why not? Why not try to look at things a little bit differently? So that's the way I've been able to square things up. Just thinking about the past traumas of Chicago Bears backup quarterbacks, and it has not been pretty. You know it. I know it. We all absolutely know it. Last thing I'll tell you, we are going to talk to Matt Eberflus on Wednesday. Doubtful that he's going to give us any, you know, anything really clear about the injuries. But seeing Tevin Jenkins hobble out of the locker room and Doug Kramer leave the locker room with a cast on his right arm, there might be some more uh, week to week or maybe even a month to month update on somebody like Tevin Jenkins. The way I saw it in a brief conversation I had with Eddie Jackson in the locker room, I don't remember the exact words that he used. But I'll just say that to me, it would be absolutely shocking if Eddie Jackson does not play in the Green Bay game unless something new happens along the way. But hopefully he will be good to go. And hopefully a lot of these guys who have been sitting out would be good to go by September 10th when the Green Bay Packers are here for a three o'clock game at Soldier Field. That's going to do it for today. We will talk to you tomorrow on the Daily Score for my guy Ray Diaz, executive producing the show. I'm Mark Grody, and we will talk to you later.